Five Things First Thing with JR Morning's Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. Great to have you with us to start the work week. We're going to see temps in the 50s by the end of the week. Going to get a little rain, but we'll take that. Uh-huh. little hint of spring here in the middle of February. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah, didn't see the Golden Tower on the way in, though. There's a little low-hanging fog. fog there that you may encounter, especially down rivers. So be aware of that as you're heading into work this morning. Um, I know it was late for you guys. Didn't get a chance to see the Grammys, but uh, Taylor Swift did something that no one else has ever done. She bested Paul Simon, Stevie Wonder, and Frank Sinatra with her fourth Album of the Year award. And, and then announced... That there's another one coming and made the crowd go wild. My brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called, <laughs> it's called The Tortured Poets Department. Of course, you, you had to have a little controversy there. Uh, Jay-Z got up and said, well, you know, Beyonce's got more Grammys than anybody. And she has never had an Album of the Year award, and that just isn't right. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub- obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys... Never won album of the year. That he, doesn't work. He's not wrong. No, he's not. And and he did it in kind of a tongue in cheek, classy ways. Yeah. And and uh, threw a little shade. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that was necessary. Well, well. You know, that's you know that's and, and you gotta and we but we've seen this before. You got to inject. I got to tell you that nobody tr- pays tribute to the legends better than the Grammys. I it agree. was. It was a. It, I mean, we saw this great <clears throat> mashup between Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. That was cool. That was really nice. Singing fast cars. That was just. I mean, that was a chilly. I got chills. Uh, yeah. From put that the rest moment. a lot of talk about that too. You know, with Luke Combs doing so well with that song yeah. and everybody making a big deal. It's like when Tracy Chapman wrote the song, she's getting a check. Bring her. And you know, she, care. Yeah, she's <laughs> she into was, it. She was. Right. She was divine. Yes, she was, she was terrific. And yes. then they. And then they came in and they said, um, you know, they did a tribute to Tina, which for t- Tina, which was great. Annie Lennox, heartbreaking tribute to Sinead O'Connor. Um, and then a great duet between Stevie Wonder and videotape with Tony Bennett singing Stevie's For Once in My Life. Really cool stuff. Wow. Um, uh, they always do the mashups and that kind of thing great. They do. Yeah. And they treat their legends well, and then mm-hmm. finally, Joni Mitchell at 80 years old, you know, survived a brain aneurysm, has this other debilitating disease. When you, and this is one of the great things about music is how a song can evolve with the singer. Seeger singing like a rock at 70 is totally different from when he sung it at 30, right? Mm-hmm. It means something different. When she sings both sides now, at a, I've looked at life from both sides now. Um, it does at have years different meanings. It just, yeah. it, the song is so much richer. Mm-hmm. It was so some some great stuff. There. You stayed up late. What time did it end? <laughs> no, I DVR'd and then oh, okay. got up early. Okay. Do you know what time did it go past eleven? Um, I don't know. Yeah, because it's usually because I wasn't checking the time on the on the DVR, on DVR. this morning. I was just kind of saving three and a half, does. about three yeah. and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be uh, a tough day, decision day for jurors who have sat through an incredible amount of of uh, testimony and it really all comes down to how you define gross 
negligence. Yeah. This is a tough one. The Jennifer Crumley trial reaches a pivotal moment as both the prosecution and defense concluded their arguments. After seven days of intense testimony, however, the fate of the accused mother won't be determined until this morning when the case finally heads to the jury. Following the Oakland County prosecutor resting its case on Thursday and Jennifer Crumbly herself testifying before the defense rested on Friday, the court adjourned over the weekend after lengthy clothing arguments from both sides. Now, today, the jury, comprising of 17 members, including alternates, will reconvene as Judge Cheryl Matthews imparts Final instructions, Matthew said all 17 would return to the court and they would draw lots to see which five would not make up the jury that will ultimately decide Crumbly's fate. But those five will not be excused. Instead, those five will remain sequestered in a separate jury room. The alternates will need to remain ready to deliberate the case. Jennifer Crumbly faces four counts of involuntary manslaughter, one for each student tragically killed by her son at the Oak, uh, Oxford High School back in November of 2021. Her husband, as you know, he faces his trial next month. I, I was with a lot of uh, veteran moms uh, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. One of them an attorney. They, they've all raised teenagers. They've all gone through the rebellious stuff. They've all know how secretive teenagers can be. And they just don't see a conviction here. They don't think that the prosecution proved its case. Now, they're, they're hung up on the fact that she should have disclosed the existence of the gun. But do you put her away for 15 years over that? Well, that's exactly and, the argument the defense right, attorney yeah. made by inserting herself as a mom, and she doesn't know what her son's doing at all times. I, you know, I listened to both closing arguments. I am locked in on this, mm-hmm. and I think that the prosecution made a very compelling case when they, she had her slides up, Karen McDonald, mm-hmm. and she was going through everything. I mean, I'm a mom too, but obviously yeah. very little. She's My, not in her rebellious well, yes, she is. Yes, well, yes yeah. she is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till she starts throwing her sippy cup. Yeah. Then you'll, uh, mm-hmm. No, I, I think that part of the problem is, and this is what I got from the attorneys that I was talking with this weekend, is there isn't a lot of law to hang your hat it's on It's not. Here. Not present. It is a very subjective idea of what gross negligence mm-hmm. is and what a reasonable person would do. And... Um, I got to tell you, if there are some moms who have raised teenagers on that jury, that may be a difficult bridge to cross. And also, in many cases, we heard it was the uh, counselor that said, no, you should leave him in school Mm -hmm. Um, and and things like that. But what happens, though, with James Crumbly, however this turns out, you still got to pick a jury for his trial and a jury who who doesn't know what the outcome of this one is. That's kind of hard. I, I, I won't be surprised in an acquittal. Uh, I will be disappointed for society in general if you give someone that didn't take the most rudimentary measures to secure that weapon and to tell people about it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if the law is there. We'll see. Some devastating polls coming out from NBC over the weekend for Joe Biden. Not good news from an NBC News poll. Biden trails Trump on major policy and personal comparisons, including by more than 20 points on which candidate would be better to handle the economy. The poll also shows Trump holding a 16-point advantage over Biden on being competent and effective And this is bad, too. Biden's approval rating has declined to the lowest level of his presidency in NBC News polling to 37 percent. So fewer than three in 10 voters approve of his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. So the only good news in this poll for Biden is 
if Trump is uh, convicted of a felony, then his numbers go up. But, but, but which th- one? Because they've canceled the March 4th tr- uh, trial right. date for the uh, election interference case. <clears throat> and that means the first one up most likely is going to be Stormy Daniels and the hush money case. I Find me a, a voter who will say, oh, well, that's disqualifying. <laughs> no. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it is the least consequential case against him. And it has really tainted all the others that follow, including some that have actual merit, mm-hmm. in, at least in in my opinion. But it's, I got to tell you, that's uh, th- those numbers. If you're if you're waiting for a conviction, if that if that's going to be your that's metric, well, it? we're we're hoping for a oh, conviction. Right. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, you, then you're you're banking on an if come mm-hmm. that could change. The polls are very bad prognosticators at things like that. Yeah, a couple things too. Among Latino voters, just 35 percent of them now approve of Biden's job performance. And then under 35 years old, the younger crowd, only 15 percent approve of his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. So 70 percent disapprove. Yeah. We did see what is in um, the bipartisan border bill that came out of the Senate. Um, it ends catch and release, essentially. It limits humanitarian parole, so it, it can no longer be used at the southern border. Uh, it does not require amnesty for dreamers, which used to be a condition that the Democrats threw into any request for border reform. It raises the bar for asylum claims. So no matter how many show up at the border, the bar is now higher. Um, you're going to get faster deportations for those that don't qualify. But they're also saying if you do qualify, we're going to make sure that you're you're not hanging around for years. Well, yeah, that was waiting for a, a, a case. Yeah. Six months. Um, it's going to be adjudicated. Yes, um, there's a lot of good stuff here. Lindsey Graham says this is pretty significant. I've been involved in the negotiations. Uh, what they have achieved, as far as I know, we don't we haven't seen it yet. It's a real change in asylum. It's a real change in parole. It's a real change in expedited removal. Um, but already critics are to some degree even still misrepresenting what it will do. They want to start from scratch. They want to start with mass amnesty. And that does not work for the vast majority of Americans, regardless if you have an R or a D by your name. And so I hope that Republicans will find a backbone that we will hold the line and be strong on this. Now, there's no guarantee it's going to pass the Senate, even longer odds in the House. But when she says this is about mass amnesty, that is a a misrepresentation. And my question, any Republican that wants to uh, oppose this is, do you really think you're going to get a better deal from Democrats if Donald Trump is elected? No, this no is way. the moment because it's tied to <clears throat> Ukraine and Democrats right. have motivation to do this. Right. And this it's, is what you wanted. That's what you, you know, wanted. You may want to hold out for H.R. 2. You don't have the votes for it in the Senate. This, at least, this is better than half a loaf, it, at least if you look at what's here. And I invite everybody to read a good, unbiased rundown of what's in this and ask yourself, And does it let in 5,000 people a day? No. What it says is, if there are 5,000 border encounters a day, you shut down the border, period. It mandates action. And those 5,000 encounters, the bar is still higher mm-hmm. for all of them. Right. And uh, and de- not and, frivolous asylum seekers. Yes, and if they cross at some place other than a legal port of entry, all bets are oh. off, uh, unless they're an unaccompanied minor, and then there is a, a system for that. But it is going to require a lot more money for detention. Mm-hmm. And there are some critics on the other side saying, for logistically, this is going to be very hard. You're on JR Morning. 
We're checking with our friends at Cranes Detroit Business next.